Welcome to Home Education Matters, the weekly podcast supporting you on your home education journey. Hello everyone, thank you for joining us on today's Home Education Matters very first podcast and we thought this would be a good opportunity to introduce ourselves and to tell you a little bit about what we're expecting from all our wonderful episodes of Home Education Matters. I am joined today by Diane, who's going to be my wonderful co-host for many of these episodes. Diane, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Hello. Yeah, lovely to be here. (laughs) Yeah, really, really excited to sort of um, be hosting this podcast with you, Eleanor. We've got lots of exciting topics. We've got lots of interesting guests. So, um, yeah, I think you and I have kind of come to home education in slightly different ways. And I think that will make it a really interesting podcast for people to listen to. I think so, because I came to home education, I kind of fell in, well, collapsed into home education <laughs> from from an early age because we were living abroad and I didn't, the schooling options weren't so good. And so I just kept my children out and just taught them at home. Mm. And then when I came back to the UK, I realised it was actually a thing that I'd not even heard of. It was a concept called home education that I didn't <laughs> know about. So sometimes I call it homeschooling by accident because that's what it was called whenever I lived abroad. So that's just me getting the words wrong, not me not understanding what it is. What about uh, you though, Diane? You, you, uh, Yours was a slightly more deliberate collapse, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if deliberate is the right Yeah, so um, we've got other children who are at school. Um, my my daughter, who is home educated, she she was someone that I, I knew from when she was little was going to struggle in secondary school. But you kind of give it a go, don't you? And you kind of, you know, see how it goes. So we did sort of um, she did transition to secondary school. She was really, really happy in primary school. So mm. loved that. I've heard that quite a lot. That yeah. people, some children like primary and then that move to secondary is Absolutely. a bit terrifying. Because primary school is lush, isn't it? It's nurturing and it's, you know, the teachers are lovely and, mm. you know, it's all about kindness and all of that sort <laughs> of stuff. <laughs> Does it go to the dark side when yeah. it goes to secondary? Yeah, and then secondary school is, I think, as brutal as I remember secondary school being. I think it's, you know, perhaps hasn't had the investment that primary school has to the same extent. So to me, it kind of feels quite similar to it, you know, when it did like 30 years ago or something. So yeah, I always knew she'd struggle with that transition. Um, She is a child who's got a diagnosis of ASD as well. And I think actually all of my children are probably neurodiverse in some way, as are myself and my husband but she's the one with the kind of diagnosis. So we gave it a go. We gave it a year um, in secondary school, but her mental health was just really, really Was she struggling? She was really struggling. And you kind of give it a while, don't you? And you kind of, Mm. so you kind of do the first term and you kind of think, okay, well, how's that going? And her birthday is just at the end of the first term, actually. Her birthday is just near Christmas. And it was at the point where she didn't want to invite any friends for like her mm. birthday and stuff. And I thought, oh gosh, I, I'm not sure we're doing so well here. Mm. Um, and then actually it kind of picked up a bit in the middle and I thought, oh, okay, well maybe maybe we can, we can do this. And then by the end of year seven, her mental health was so poor and she was so withdrawn and she was not herself. So yeah, myself and my husband kind of had a discussion about it. Um, and there were various options we presented to her and this was the one she chose and actually it's my husband that does the home education because I'm the kind of main breadwinner now so 
we were like in a fortunate position really where it could be an option for us and she's yeah mm. we feel like we've got her back now so that's really how long have you been doing it only since this september so so, only so a like a few months yeah a few months yeah, you're very just, new that's lovely I, I love know, i love new great. home educators because you are so experienced i'm so... old and you're new <laughs> <laughs> i'm quite old too <laughs> <laughs> let's but... claim that you're young <laughs> <laughs> but new yes really new in the home new, ed world exactly. so we are still lo doing lots of learning so hopefully that'll be good for this podcast because you'll have you'll be the voice of experience and you know you'll be the I, one that's kind of yeah. done it I think it's actually very nice having both because I think sometimes when you've been doing it a long time, you get very set ideas about things mm. and it's really nice to be challenged on some of those because when I started home educating, which was like 10 years ago, it was a very different home education scene then. It was predominantly people who had made an ideological choice to take their children mm. out of school or more often than not, never put their child into school in the first place. So it was quite rare to meet people, home educators whose children had been pulled out of school back in the day, mm. um, back in the back, back in the midst of time. <laughs> but nowadays, it's definitely the, the majority is the majority of home educators have pulled their child out of school for either anxiety reasons or bullying or they can't keep up or they've been off-rolled or something like this. Mm. And it leads to a completely different approach to home education because a lot of people, and I think this is difficult for me and older home educators to recognise, but a lot of people don't want to home educate. And we, I think yes. we find this quite hurtful because <laughs> we obviously love it and we chose it. A lot of other people are like, I really hate home education, but I'm doing it anyway. And, and to us, it's like, how can you? It's like when you like Marmite and someone's like, I hate Marmite. And you're like, how could you? <laughs> How is that possible? Anyway, so we get a bit affronted sometimes, I think, that people yeah. actively didn't choose this. So I think it's very nice because you're, you and I are both coming at it from really different perspectives. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, yes, had it been me that was left with the primary role of home education, <laughs> I think I might have been <laughs> But my yeah. husband has taken to it really, really well. So, um, and he's under kind Does of he enjoy it? Yeah, and he's um, he's really, really, um, he's a kind of natural teacher. So he's, he did teach actually for, for a little while, some years ago. And he's also like so knowledgeable as well. So he's probably the brightest person I've ever met in my life. So um, I think she'll get a really good education, whereas if she was with me, it sort would of... be slightly different. <laughs> yeah. What would she be learning about? Cups of tea. This is how we make a cup of tea. I actually did a lesson in that when the children were quite young because I wanted them to be able to make me a cup of tea. So Great you have to use skill. it for your benefit, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> so how? What sort of what sort of home education route is he taking with your children? Well, we, you know, I I wouldn't say we've made an ideological decision, but I think we do we do recognise the real um, difficulties in the education system that exist. But um, mm. we would like her to. Ha she's bright, so we'd like her to have opportunities later. So we are kind of vaguely following a curriculum of sorts. Mm -hmm. So we'd like her to be able to take GCSEs when she's ready to do so and hopefully yeah. move on to sort of further education and, and higher education in due course. 
So mm. we'd like to give her the opportunity of doing that. So yeah, so we are following a bit of a, a bit of a curriculum. Although are you, you know, using an online school or anything like that? No, we have got a couple of mm. tutors. So we've got a tutor mm. for maths and we've got a tutor for English at the moment. Mm. And we are really feeling our way through that process because you could end up spending a fortune, couldn't you? You could. And tutors are expensive nowadays. They've yeah, gone, the price have gone up a lot. Mm. Indeed. So we we need to kind of keep that down. But mm. um, you know we do you know we're like everybody else we need to kind of keep an eye on our costs we've got other children you know big overheads all of that kind of stuff so we definitely couldn't kind of probably we couldn't do an online school I don't think and I don't think we could do many more tutors so we do have mm. to kind of really think about it so you have to prioritize I found that I I was similar my children self-studied predominantly mm. with my assistance if you see what I mean yeah and I found that I only used tutors for the subjects that I just couldn't teach. My children wanted to learn German, so we got a German uh, tutor, and my son yeah. was annoyingly good at maths and science, and I'm rubbish <laughs> at those. So, yeah, I, w I would I actually, I tried to learn maths with him when he was about 10. I thought I'll sit alongside him yes. and I, I, I was holding him back so much. I was like, what, what was this again? What's yeah. that funny Z that yeah. isn't a Z? So he's like, that's a sigma. I'm like, what? What's a sigma? And I thought I'm going to have to outskill this one to mm. someone else because I was holding back. But it can be an expensive process, tutoring. My son is now doing his A-levels at home oh. and it's expensive because A-level tuition is even more expensive than GCSE tuition. Right. It goes up about £10 an hour pretty okay. much. So we've had to do it. So we have a tutor maybe not every week or sometimes even just once a month. So he self-studies in between yeah. and then he just has someone he can see once a month to make sure he's on track but it is it, it can be an expensive mm. business but I was actually I've recorded another podcast that all our listeners can find uh, which is called top tips for new home educators and that's with a lady called Helen Royston who's been doing it a long time I mean she did make the point very clearly that it doesn't actually have to cost anything home educating mm. and she's absolutely right all you really need is to go to your library get some books and self-study the subjects but it can be a difficult route that way mm. you have to have quite a motivated child I think for that to yes work. yeah absolutely yeah how old I is your daughter then is she is she 11 or is she 12 she's 12 so she's in year mm. eight yeah for us in terms of school year she's in year eight so she's nearly 13 she's coming up to 13 now so well, um, maybe you and I could do a podcast on uh, GCSEs because in actual fact one of my tips is always to start GCSEs nice and early because you can spread them out because you have to pay for them yourself as a home educator you spread out the cost and the stress and everything so if you in actual fact at 12 I would be saying get them started on GCSE subjects so you and I could do a podcast because I'm sure that would be helpful for all our listeners as well absolutely I think that would be really useful and yeah you find out all this stuff when you kind of start home educating you think oh gosh I've got to pay for all these exams and I've, you know <laughs> yeah. and you're like oh my god they're like 200 pounds <laughs> I know and all the subjects you can't do as well which yeah, really infuriates yeah. me things like art music PE almost completely impossible to do as GCSEs I mean there are alternatives that you mm. can do but it's frustrating, I think, you know, it's frustrating that they're closed off from our children. When my children first did some of their exams a few years ago, my daughter is dyslexic and I mm. wanted to get access arrangements for her uh, extra time, basically, which is she would have completely standardly at a school. And I had to pay more than £200 for an assessment that lasted 10 minutes oh, away, over Zoom, which was them saying, yes, she needs extra time in a laptop. And it's like, I know I told yeah. you that. And she had an official dyslexia sort of um, diagnosis from the Dyslexia Association. And she'd had it for years and, and they still charged me more than £200. And I thought this is this is what's so outrageous is that it actually 
it actually stops some people being able to get exams because of the financial cost of it, not just having to pay for the exam, but having to pay for the access arrangements, which I think now has changed. Now I think access arrangements are completely free. But oh. back you know, back a few years ago, you had to pay and it was it took my exam from my one exam for my daughter from 200 pounds to 400 pounds, which is outrageous for one exam, really. Yeah, she did get really an eight, is. though, so it was worth it. Oh, good for her. She did well. I know. At 13, we were very pleased with that one. Oh, yeah, indeed. Yeah, but I take your point, definitely starting GCSE kind of curriculums early. So, yeah, there's lots to learn, isn't there? That's what I'm finding out. There's lots and lots to learn about um, doing things slightly differently in the home education world. Yeah, and that's hopefully what this podcast will do Mm. is we're hoping that it will be a place where we can explore these different options that people have, but in a very sort of inclusive and non-judgmental way. We want it to be a really inclusive podcast. So if you're a structured homeschooler or if you're there, see, I've done it again. I've called it the wrong word. If you're a structured (laughs) home educator, if you're um, flexi schooling like you, if you have children at school and Mm. children out of school, if you're doing it right from the start for an ideological reason if you're just pulling your child out and you don't want to be doing it at all (laughs) you know if you're structured unschooling any of those we want to be able to have podcasts that will appeal to all of you hopefully and and also maybe just for those like me who've been doing it a long time just open our eyes up a little bit to all the all the wonderful different routes there are that people are taking yeah absolutely and I think that would be great because it's it feels terrifying when you are in the school system and you then choose to take your child out or, or I suppose if you don't put them in in the first place if you decide to home educate right from the word go there is something um, my husband and I would talk about it there is something that feels um, culturally as if perhaps you're doing something wrong you know well you are um, in effect because you're yeah. making a minority choice and that always feels difficult doesn't it when everyone Absolutely. else is making a different decision and it feels like Actually, you're I spoke... off a cliff you know do you know that's uncanny because I spoke to a mother the other day who's <clears throat> wanting to take her child out of school and she used exactly the same metaphor uh... she said she feels like she's standing at the edge of a precipice and I said the thing is that implies that what you're jumping into is like a like a dark mm. scary thing but actually it's more like you're standing at an ice cream counter choosing your flavor because that's actually <laughs> what home ed is you've got so many options and they're all lovely and they all taste really nice and all brilliant so but I think before you do it it feels really scary and then Mm. when you're doing it you're like actually this is brilliant why didn't we do this before yeah absolutely and that's that's definitely what we're finding we're finding much more oh okay we can do this and we can do this and it's it's a bit like yeah for me you kind of start you maybe jump off a cliff but you take off you know you become like a bird and you can kind of fly you know and it is it's really exciting and it's a yeah that knowledge that you can you can do what you like actually because you know this is your child's education and you can provide the education that you think is is right for your child and that's exciting I think. It is and we're very lucky to have that freedom in this country because Mm. a lot of countries are much more locked down when it comes to home education and obviously there are bills and all sorts of things going through that might affect that but right now Mm. we're very fortunate that as long as we're providing a satisfactory education then it's all good and you don't need to see your local authority you can just send a report once a year and hopefully we'll be doing a podcast soon on that whole process of deregulating what you do and don't need to provide should you be having home visits what should you be putting in your report all of that Mm -hmm. kind of thing so that will be coming up in one of one of the next few podcasts so keep an eye out for that as well great yeah absolutely because that can feel like scary stuff too 
It is. So we've got a podcast on top tips for those early days as a home educator. So that will be that should be available now if you look for it in wherever you're streaming this from. And then we've also got once a month, we're going to have an interview with a subject specialist. So somebody who may be a tutor or somebody who knows the subject very well and is going to give specific advice for home educators about how to how to help their child learn that one at home. So we've got history, math, science, some of these sciences, for example, are very different as home educator because you have to take IGCSEs, which are international mm. GCSEs. And um, hopefully we're also, there's a lady who offers an arts award, a very good arts award that you can do online, which is equivalent to GCSE. Not, although I will caveat it, that it's not always accepted by all colleges, mm. as a lot of these are. My daughter wants to do an NCFE qualification in animal care, oh. which is equivalent to two GCSEs. And most colleges accept them but not all colleges oh. so it's really it's it's one of those again it's one of those things where you feel a little bit when you start home educating that it's wonderful and you have all this freedom but it also feels a little unfair like you're on a slightly mm. unfair footing because you have to pay for your exams and then some of the qualifications you can't do and then other qualifications that you can do aren't accepted and it's frustrating sometimes yes absolutely yeah and it's it feels feels a little bit um because when you're in the school system everything is very structured isn't it and very set mm. up and when mm. you're home educating actually you have to navigate your way through this quite um labyrinth like process <laughs> it's true and you're and you feel a bit on your own sometimes so hopefully mm. this podcast will help make people not feel so on their own because we'll be we'll be going through the labyrinth with you yeah, and that'll be great. Yeah, definitely. And I'll I'll definitely be taking some tips. <laughs> You'll be there with your notepad. Yeah. What was that? You said again, what was that resource provider you said for art? <laughs> That's perfect. I think um I think hopefully we'll all have something to learn and I will learn as much from you, Diane, as you'll be learning from me. So that's perfect. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Diane. I know you're very busy and thank you very much, everyone, for listening. And do look out for our other podcasts that we will be putting up on all of your favourite streaming platforms. Great. Thank you. Bye, Diane. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us for today's Home Education Matters podcast. See you at the next one. Have a lovely day.